You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Welcome. Hi, I'm Ida Ray's uh, Certified Divorce Lending Professional, and this interview is part of the Divorce Literacy Series from the Divorce Lending Association. And today we have with us our guest, Scott Holtzman, who is a licensed psychologist and does a lot of work in the divorce uh, space with divorcing clients. And um, I wanted to give you a hearty welcome. Welcome, Scott. Hi, it's nice to be here. Absolutely. We're glad to have you. Would you kindly give us a little background information on your practice? Sure. I'm a, as you said, I'm a licensed psychologist with a general therapy practice of adolescents and adults. In about the last 15 years, I started specializing in working with divorcing clients. And in that capacity, sometimes I see them for individual therapy. Sometimes I'm a collaborative divorce coach. Sometimes I see them in mediation. And sometimes I see them in parent coordination. Uh, So I do a lot of uh, work with divorcing uh, clients. Okay, great. Can you break down those categories? Because I think most of our listeners are not really going to know what that all means. Like, what is a collaborative coach? What does that mean? Sure. A collaborative divorce coach is one member of a multidisciplinary team. So clients who get a collaborative divorce are actually getting attorneys, mental health professionals, and financial neutrals in an agreement to not go to court and to come up with a adorable agreement uh, that, that resolves all financial aspects and all child-related aspects. So as a divorce coach, either as a single coach or sometimes there's a two-coach model, we work with clients to form what's called a parenting plan. And a parenting plan covers everything from medical decisions to educational decisions, has the uh, schedule, the access schedule that the child or children will follow, how they'll manage holidays, and a whole multitude of decisions, extracurricular activities. So that document is called a parenting plan. And in a series of meetings, clients will work with a divorce coach to to resolve those issues. Also, the divorce coach, as being part of the team, will sometimes attend the larger meetings and kind of help with communications, emotionality. As you probably know, going through a divorce is a a highly emotional process. So clients Mm -hmm. will be kind of grieving the loss of a a significant relationship. The kids are dealing with the loss as well. So as a divorce coach, you're really kind of helping them through that divorce process. And that's different than when I have a client that sees me for therapy even through a divorce because therapy handles 
all subjects of a person's uh, life, past, uh, current issues, other relationships. Whereas when I'm a collaborative divorce coach, you're really helping them through the process of a divorce. You're not uh, providing therapy or providing guidance through that transaction of going through the uh, divorce and resolving all the child-related matters. So that's a pretty big difference between a coach and a therapist. Okay. So to set the scene for a collaborative scenario, essentially you have um, the two parties, the spouses, the two of them in a particular meeting with perhaps they each have their own attorney. Is that right? They each have their own attorney. And then they each, it's it, they may meet without you, but at some point they may bring you in as the mental health, what we call mental health professional to help each or both clients. Because if you're a coach for one of them, you're trying to help with that person and somebody else may be helping with the other person. And then sometimes you are helping with both. Is that a, is that a good, good summary? Yes, okay. yes. Sometimes it's two coaches because each client needs more support. And then you're meeting in like a four-way meeting to resolve the parenting plan issues. But if you're a single coach, you're meeting with both clients with a similar task, but less, usually a little less individual support is needed. And your work is really more kind of mediating the parenting plan or facilitating meetings with the attorneys and and helping out from from that standpoint whereas in some cases there's actually two coaches and mm-hmm. each client needs more support Just- yes now can you kids cuz again i think for somebody who's never experienced something like this and hopefully you don't have to because it's not a you know it's not a happy event in your lifetime but if they do, what would be a significant, um, and I know there's a lot of value to having you in that meeting, but can you give us an example of, you know, like where it was really important to have someone there to help, help get the, take the next step in the process to resolve an issue? Sure. Uh, so the, the value of the coach or coaches is that in some meetings you're not even with attorneys and you're resolving all of the parenting uh, subjects. So the mental health professionals have unique expertise in those areas. Mm. Uh, So that's the value there. In a large team meeting, the mental health professionals are very helpful in generating options, helping clients that might be getting triggered sometimes uh, when I, what I mean by triggered is a talk of the family home could be very sensitive. Okay. Uh, yeah. Talking about money can be very sensitive. And as you're trying to negotiate, people do best when they're in a good frame of mind. So when they're getting triggered, the mental health professionals really help with the communication and really help with stress management. And sometimes help the the whole team stay focused on generating uh, helpful options and really with the whole mediation uh, process. 
Yes, and I can imagine that would be very helpful with an emotionally charged uh, event like that. Um, so if we can go back to when you counsel individually, um, uh, can you give us some thoughts or just in general thoughts on mental health challenges overall that really need attention in divorce because they're unique to divorce? Sure. I think uh, I look at divorce as being uh, similar to a grief process. Mm-hmm. So it's a different type of grief than when you actually experience losing a, a person in your life, because now you have the challenge in divorce that you're grieving a loss from a person that you're going to continue to co-parent with. You're going to continue to see that person may have a new partner at another at another point in uh, down the road. So this is a unique type of grief. And what I mean by grief is the alternating emotions of one minute a client in a divorce is angry. The next minute they can be sad. The next minute they could be wanting to reconnect with their spouse, even though their spouse is not wanting to reconnect with them. So those emotions could alternate hours at a time, days at a time, or within, you know, within the same, within the same minute almost. And so you're really on a, uh, a roller coaster ride when you're dealing with uh, divorce. And usually you'll see members of a divorce not in the same place. So you'll often have somebody that's kind of digested and ready to move on and another partner who's lagging behind. So uh, that's another difficult thing unique to uh, divorce is you'll have the, the clients being in different places. So that's a challenge both in counseling an individual, but also a, a challenge in uh, the collaborative divorce cases as well. Now, Scott, do you often, are you often involved with um, counseling children of divorce or what, what, how does that, how do you look at that? How does that handled when you see the need for some counseling? Oh, that's a great question because children of divorce are losing uh, the relationship or the type of relationship they had with their parents in the sense that they're now going to be sharing time and adjusting to a lot of uh, changes. So usually what we'll have is in the collaborative divorce model, we'll have a child specialist who actually meets with the children and brings how the children are doing into the divorce process with, with the coaches. So I don't meet with the child myself. Uh, and then in counseling adults who are going through the divorce process, I'll frequently refer their children to a child therapist. So generally speaking, unless a child's older and I'm just seeing an individual uh, child, I typically work more with the adults through the uh, divorce process and with my colleagues when it comes to uh, children, especially young children. I'll see some adolescents, though, individually going through uh, going through a divorce. Now, as far as like after to post divorce, um, 
and it maybe it's not a collaborative case. Maybe you're just seeing one side, um, one one of one of the uh, spouses. Do you do a post? Do you, see, you often see the need for a post-divorce counseling sort of situation? Yeah, there's a a few scenarios for post-divorce counseling. Sometimes it's an individual client that I follow during the divorce or even after the divorce where they're still adjusting to parenting issues because now they're dealing with the children on their own, whereas before they were able to bounce these uh, parenting decisions off of their spouse in the moment. Obviously, we're looking for co-parenting solutions, but a parent Mm -hmm. still with the child maybe half the time is is struggling in that role. The other thing that comes up post-divorce is what's called co-parent counseling, where I'll see both divorced parents for meetings to talk about a lot of post-divorce issues that come up. And with some some clients that have been a little bit more conflictual, there's even a process called parent coordination where the clients will agree to a third party like myself to even weigh in on decisions when they get kind of locked up and can't make a decision themselves about their uh, children's mm-hmm. activities or things that they need to make decisions about. So uh, individual post-divorce uh, counseling, co-parent counseling, and parent coordination are all three additional roles that I sometimes play. Yeah, terrific, terrific. Well, this has been a very informative uh, time spent with you, and we really appreciate your valuable time. Um, How would they get in touch with you? Um, Perhaps you could refer them to your website or whatever is the most convenient way to leave a message. Sure. My my website has my uh, contact information, my phone number. I'm certainly open to uh, to phone calls so they could reach me at uh, scottholzmanphd.com and uh, look at my website there uh, to reach me. Perfect. And Holzman is spelled? H-O-L-Z-M-A-N. Perfect. Perfect. Scott, thanks so much. I really appreciate your time today. It's been, it's been uh, a very valuable uh, educational experience, I think, for anyone who's going to listen to us. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.